0: Kimberly here. This is Maccabish, cults, classics, and horrors. We're talking films, series, books, and life, and we're starting right now.
1: Hello, hello. Hello, hello.
0: Hello, hello. hello. Hey, Thanks guys. for joining us.
1: Thank you for having me. Sorry I made you wait so long. Do you remember what the movie was about?
0: (laughs) I do. I watched it three times. You did? (laughs) Yes, I did. All right. So we got to hear the story. How did you get into the movie business?
1: Well, uh, I always wanted to make movies. I grew up in Texas. I went to the University of Texas and... um, After I graduated, I moved out to L.A. not knowing a soul and um, just started writing. And uh, I was a bartender in Austin, Texas, before I moved out there. So I got a bartending job and started writing when I could. And uh, uh, I sold my first script within the first year. I got extremely lucky. Awesome. And it's been a struggle ever since. Uh (laughs) Isn't that how it goes? Yes. So, uh, I just happened to go to like a flea market with a friend and a guy I went to college with, uh, was there and he was a manager and I was his first client and he sold one of my scripts, uh, like about a month later.
0: Wow. That's awesome.
1: And then I, uh, I lived out there for about 10 years and sold a lot of scripts. Some of them got made into movies. A lot of them did not. Um, I started off selling uh, comedies and action movies. I wrote a couple scripts for Van Damme
0: (laughs) Uh, and
1: then uh, through a friend, I got hooked up with Eli Roth and Eli, uh, I sold a script to him and it was very exciting. And that was my big step into horror. And then it didn't get made and I got frustrated and Mm. decided to direct my own movie good for you thank you i did have a couple of movies produced i had a movie called uh, wheelman that was on netflix for a long time it starred uh, rain wilson from the office mm-hmm. and i did a ton of rewrites on stuff and a couple credits on a few things that got produced once you see what other people do with your script you kind of want to direct it yourself so i uh,
0: believe that yeah
1: i always wanted to uh make a slasher movie so um i just happened to be friends with the academy award-winning uh special effects artist his name is uh bob short he won for um uh, beetlejuice mm-hmm. which was yeah, one of the last awesome. great practical <sighs> effects movies but he also worked on a lot of uh, horror he did the robots in chopping mall he um He's done awesome. a ton of stuff, and I wanted to do practical effects in my movie, and it just kind of uh, worked out. Now,
0: That's your movie, like. Knucklebones, does it has, have any relation whatsoever to that 1970s Persian film, also Knuckle Bones?
1: No. Uh, no. You know, when you're looking for a title, um, I think a title is very important, and I thought maybe uh, not very many people had heard of that movie, so I could get away with it right (laughs) uh even though there you know there's a movies 10 movies with the same title out there now but um i uh i've always been a gamer uh i grew up playing dungeons and dragons and i wanted to i always wanted to do a horror movie version of jumanji I, i know a lot of people have done that uh since but uh at the time it was kind of original and uh it started off as having uh, it was multiple different horror genres, like some of the time it was a zombie movie, some of the time it was a slasher movie, and then my producer uh, friend said, just scrap everything else and let's concentrate on the demon slasher guy. I like him. So I rewrote it uh, as a straight up slasher.
0: I was just wondering, because when I was looking you up, I noticed that movie. So I thought I'd ask.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I'd never heard of that movie. I mean, the inspiration for the movie, I would say more is Pumpkinhead. Okay, I, I love the rhyme that the, that they do in Pumpkinhead. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street has the one, two phrase coming for you. And just that rhyme and the rhythm got me started on the whole idea of uh, uh, summoning a demon with the rhyme. And uh, then the dice game came into play. And uh, I don't want to spoil part of the movie, but there's a scene in the movie that was like the inspiration for the whole idea.
0: Don't worry about spoilers here. We're fine (laughs) with spoilers. We spoil everything and then everybody races to go watch it. It's fine. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, the big thing is that uh, they lose the dice. Mm -hmm. And to get rid of the demon, they have to come up with another pair of knuckle bones.
0: Which is awesome. Yeah. I've got to say, I've never seen anything like that. I love that.
1: Thank you. And I actually had an, a, an executive uh, try and get me to change that. And they're like, yeah. can they just cut off a finger and not their whole hand? I'm like, <laughs> you're an idiot. <laughs> 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 don't, don't, don't talk to me anymore. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> so I didn't talk to that guy anymore. But yeah, yeah so I guess you watched the, two, the 2016 version. Do you know that I have a director's cutout now?
0: I heard I have.
1: I not spent seen the. COVID lockdown going back through the footage and getting all of the unrated stuff that uh, we were forced to drop the first time the movie came out. Plus I uh, reworked, uh, put some scenes, put some new scenes in there. And awesome. um, it's a lot faster paced now. Uh, the version you saw, there's a couple of time jumps at the beginning mm-hmm. that I kind of liked story wise, but they kind of slow the movie down. We got negative feedback from people that stopped watching it early on but once the demon shows up everybody loves it so i wanted to get to the demon faster
2: mm. okay. the director's cut is the version that's available on blu-ray correct
1: yes uh okay. we never got a proper blu-ray release in the us the germany put out uh our distributor in germany put out three different blu-rays and um and they had two media books like we thought we were going to get banned in Germany because we kill Nazis and we got swastikas and skeletons, and <laughs> and it turns out that's like a, a, they love it. They can't get enough of Nazi killing. So, um, uh, but yeah, so I wanted to put out a Blu Ray and right now it's just available on Blu Ray, um, and it's on Shopify. At, uh you can go to Knucklebones uh, dot org or uh, Twitter. It's at Knucklebones with the Z. Uh, don't go to Knucklebones with an s that is a children's day camp and uh it is not a horror movie (laughs) uh, although they say they like the movie
2: they show it at camp
1: (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) they've been they've been very
1: nice about the fact that you know a lot of people accidentally go to their web page
0: hey i'm i'm i have to order that blu-ray now Just you Uh said
1: something oh thank you uh yeah, okay. we uh yeah so which where did you see it? because that determines what scenes you saw um
2: i've only seen the blu-ray the, the one that i purchased just before christmas
1: oh so you did get the director's cut yes yes oh, so that's okay. the one that i have so you've seen the the penis suffering yes. and all of the good stuff the whole the chain, all the good stuff the chain stuff well, when we showed that at festivals, you know, I was very nervous. Uh, the audience was kind of you know, quiet. And then we get to the chainsaw scene and everyone just kind of leans up. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay, now we're talking. <laughs> Everybody so that loves was actually, a
2: good chainsaw scene.
1: Yeah, that was actually my producer. We were coming up with ideas for kills and he was just like, why don't you just shove a chainsaw in someone's ass? And I was like, you know what? I'm going to.
0: That's right. That's the (laughs) only appropriate
1: response to that. Yes. I took it as a dare. That's right. uh, So I did it.
2: It was worth every second of screen time.
1: Thank you. Thank you. And yeah, a a lot of that, I mean, most of that got cut in uh, the version that went up. We're back up on Amazon Prime, by the way. Uh, We rotated out of there for about six months, but we're back up the original version. And uh, most of it got cut out there. Yeah, the editor put in like one second of the chainsaw and the intestines coming out. And I was like, I want all of it. Right. Every second of it. (laughs)
0: Right. Because fans of slasher movies, we want to see it all of it. Right.
1: It's about the kills.
0: Well, great. I'm glad you got it back in.
1: Thank you. And there's, yeah, there's some new stuff in there. Uh, I have new end credits where I did something. I don't know if I've ever seen it before in a movie, but I show all of the characters as. I show all their death scenes during the end credits, and uh, so you get a second chance to see all the gory goodness yep, I love that Now himself is a really cool uh like cool design for a demon, and uh like is that something you want to continue like make a series out of it if possible yes, i am uh actually writing the sequel now um, yes. and uh, I have such a good story for it uh, I hope we can shoot this summer with all of the covid restrictions but um yeah so uh you know i wanted him to be a demon i'd, I'd gone down the rabbit hole on the internet about the origin of uh jason from friday the 13th and everyone was arguing about is he real is he a guy is he a ghost and then one guy said he's like a demon and it's like well obviously these characters get killed over and over again You've got, there is a supernatural part of them. So I was like, well, let's just go straight up with a demon. So uh, I, Bob came on board and uh, he gave me some sketches that look like traditional demons. And I'm like, well, I want him to look like a skeleton because it's named Knuckle Bones. Uh, even though he's called a demon, I want him to look more like, you know, I want him to have look like mummified with flesh. And he's like, I know just what you want. And uh, he came up with that design and uh, I loved it. And you know it's it's inspired a lot by Friday the Thirteenth, and then right before we started shooting, I was like, I want to put a pentagram on his forehead, and Bob is like, I don't know, and I'm like, I want it, I want it, I want it. so, and uh, I think that turned out great. I really like mm-hmm. that that he's uh, that he's got that on his head. So, so yeah, and Bob gave me all these drawings and all that. He storyboarded everything. Almost like a real big budget movie that he's normally on, and uh they were amazing and he he brought a lot to uh the practical effects and the making sure the kills worked on screen and um he even added some of the one liners that's one thing I wanted is i i wanted one liners and I know that Freddie i mean i know that yeah but Freddie kind of became cheesy it was kind of a joke and it was very easy to make a slasher that uh doesn't talk you just you know it's easy to not write dialogue mm-hmm. but i wanted to uh i wanted to have him talk and not all of the lines work but i think he lands a fair amount of good lines.
0: <laughs> lines they were a
1: nice surprise
0: mm-hmm. thank you
1: thank you a lot of horror fans just don't like it they're like i don't want him to talk i'm like that's not a fun character to write i mean it's scarier but i think i can just i'd rather just have him be mean-spirited and scary if I can pull it off so
0: I liked it because I wasn't expecting it I was not expecting him to say anything
1: and then he started
0: talking and it was awesome and kind of funny and because I'm a huge Freddy fan of course I, I would like another kind of funny monster and he's it
1: uh I've I've literally been coming up with the one-liners for the sequel, and I came up with one the other day, and everyone was just laughing laugh for like 10 minutes. So it's definitely going in. It's very awesome. Not PC, but I can't <laughs> wait. Choctaw
0: but, Bill had some good lines too.
1: Yeah, Choctaw. Yeah, I wanted a lot of good old boy isms. Uh I'm from Texas. We shot it in Texas. We shot it at the uh the cutting edge haunted house, which is the largest haunted house uh, indoor attraction in the u.s and it's in fort worth and i cast all texas actors and uh, choctaw is actually a friend of mine named jason and he is all that is his real voice that's his real accent i was dying to put him in a movie (laughs) it was real
0: texan i was very excited when i saw the what was it the car registration and it was texas i was like yes i knew it
1: (laughs) oh yeah it's all texas And uh, Jason uh, Clem, he also stars in uh, "For We Are Many," which was an anthology I shot after this movie. Um,
0: Yep, we saw that too.
1: Yep. House of Eli, right? I'm sorry.
0: Was that Eli's house or house?
1: Yeah, Eli's house. That was based on uh, a haunted house in our neighborhood when I was growing up. The, it was a lot of directors uh, from the year that Knuckle Bones came out, got invited. It was thirteen demons. We had the choice of using, you know, an existing demon or an original demon. And uh I came up with that and we're doing the sequel to that. It's gonna be uh I don't know how many directors, but the theme this time is gonna be Cthulhu. Ooh, nice. oh, wow. or Lovecraft. Good.
2: There's not enough quality Lovecraft adaptations out there or inspirations out there, really.
1: Right, right. There's a lot of them because it's, you know, free copyright, but uh, yeah. hopefully ours will be quality. <laughs> yeah, Mine is pretty nasty. They're pretty excited. so I'm, oh, uh, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited mm-hmm. to shoot that too, but that got pushed back a year also because of COVID.
0: I got to say, loved the Demon's entrance. I've been waiting for a long time for a good slasher, with a great entrance that he has a great entrance Thank and then the end of the movie when i found out it just wasn't through the women that was great <laughs> very excited
1: well you thought he only emerged from women
0: like only a, emerged through a, women
1: through women yeah no he, he's not a sexist he's, a, <laughs> he's
0: not a sexist
1: he he's an equal opportunity murderer and I, there <laughs> was one... it was awesome the, there was one website I was excited. They reviewed the movie, and it was a. Uh, she was so angry at the way we killed the women, and I'm like, I killed the men in the exact same way. Two people get killed through the butt, man and a woman. So did not he does not discriminate. Right. He ha- he hates all college students equally.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because see, in horror movies, we're just so used to the women just being the victims the fodder right. and i thought this might be one where it's just he could only enter out of women because the first two was women but then got the boyfriend in the end i was like yes this is great
1: <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah he rips him in half
0: it was awesome uh-huh.
1: So, and i've got a variation on that for the sequel that you're gonna love also i can't spoil it but i'm excited, I'm very excited the show but yeah that was another uh, the first cut of the movie the editor left out almost all of him reaching up out of the body and all that stuff i'm like are you kidding me I'm like that's that, the best part it is
0: i was texting my sister all through that movie in between screaming at the tv it's like oh my god you gotta watch this movie and the first part and i have to warn people get dms about the movie it's like i started watching this movie I don't know about this. It's like, you got to get past the Nazis. Give it a minute. (laughs) And that's the warning. But see, I also think that kind of makes it even better because it changes up on it. You're expecting tone is set by the first few minutes and then it's not. So it's like, oh, hello, modern times. Okay. Yeah, that
1: that Nazi scene was supposed to be just a flashback, just a black and white flashback, and some right. people don't like it, but a lot of people love it, and it's got an actiony start to it. Mm-hmm. So uh, we put it at the front of the movie. I mean, he hates Nazis as much as he hates college students, if not more.
2: It also gives some, I don't know, kind of a like an Allies sort of hero ship vibe as well in that like he has that hatred of Nazis right from the beginning. So you're you're thinking, okay, maybe this this demon isn't all bad.
1: Right. I very much want him to be an anti-hero, but also evil. So that's the, I've always liked movies with the devil in them or demons where they're like three steps ahead of everyone else. And it's all part of the plan. And that was the original tracking of the script. I'm not sure if it tracks in the final movie, but when, when Nisa, tries to commit suicide and they meet in hell he sees her as a mark as someone weak that and he immediately knows because he has supernatural knowledge what's going on and that she's being cheated on that's her best friend and the whole thing is him setting up because a lot of people think if he if they get killed by knuckle bones they go to hell but a lot of the marketers thought that i'm like no he's like you have to commit a bad act like murder so the whole thing is him manipulating Nisa into doing what she does at the end of the movie mm-hmm. and uh, okay. c- claiming her soul. If you notice at one point when he vanishes, he drops the cell phone. So he was mm-hmm. positioning the cell phone where she could find it to right. find out that her best friend was uh, cheating on her, but a lot of stuff got cut. So that might not track anymore, but that was the idea. Also the 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 traditional demon thing where you're summoning them to do something good for you, but you pay a price. And the price is all your friends get murdered and possibly mm. you. But
0: That's a good price. I like that. <laughs> Will Nisa be in the next one?
1: Uh, I have a part for her. Um, Julian Jean is the actress's name. Mm-hmm. Um, I've written her a part, but um, the, uh, the focus of the, the sequel is the knuckle bones up in the hands of a different group. Um, it, it both satisfies as a sequel, but also as a story where it's not super important. If you see the first one,
0: I'm still into it, but I do like Nisa's. I think she's probably going to be my favorite final girl. The end was amazing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like when Thank she you. found out her sister was in trouble.
1: Yes. I think the actress did a really good job of uh, pulling off that her actual arc. She has an arc. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, and then at the end, like I always loved, like the end of Silence of the Lamb, where like Clarice and Hannibal Lecter are like bros, mm-hmm. you know? They're not really, they're like, <laughs> but it's like, you know, there's a mutual respect going on. And I'm like, what if there's like a team up? And, uh, you know, I tried to write that team up movie. That would be an insane movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? that was so awesome. uh, I'm for it. I'm so for it. This, the sequel incorporates that. But it's not just about that. That's okay. what i
0: If that sequel doesn't get made, we're going to be so
1: disappointed. <laughs> well, we may do a Kickstarter. And also, um we have a new version coming out, the Home Game Edition. And it's, it's, uh, it's the Blu-ray, but it comes with a poster game board with a summoning Ooh. circle and uh, five knuckle bones. So you can summon knuckle bones while you watch the movie <laughs> oh, awesome. goodbye money <laughs> <laughs> and we've uh, already shot a promo for it and i can't wait to show people it's awesome
0: i'm gonna have Good. to have that one too
1: yeah
0: so, so you have the sequel to knuckle bones coming you have the next
1: oh, for I'll we are that, many
0: for we are many is that it
1: then i'm writing an original uh horror script i don't want to talk too much about it now because i'm still writing it Okay. It takes the fun out of writing it if you talk sure. about it in my um, opinion. But, uh, yeah, but yes, so um, it is uh, more of a traditional ghost story. It's not the slasher genre, but okay. Uh, but I'm dying to do the sequel of Knucklebones. I have so much good stuff for <laughs> it. Uh, yeah. I wish I could tell you all some of the stuff. It's going to be so awesome. Thank you guys so much for watching it and getting the word out. I appreciate it. Oh,
0: you're I'm glad you liked welcome. it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about it and then Chris said something and I was like, "Oh, well, hello."
1: Oh, that's right. You got the Blu-ray?
2: Yeah, I found it through um I like think Todd Jenkins was uh, promoting it cuz he was um he he assisted with editing the the director's cut, correct?
1: Yes, Todd's a friend. He uh he actually uh tried out for the original movie and he wasn't cast. Um but then when we did some pickups, uh i added some i added the meth heads because i needed i needed uh some more kills in the movie they're clearly in the movie as fodder everyone, mm-hmm. everyone laughs that they're there as fodder but everyone also loves the meth heads because we got I some needed of the best the fodder.
0: <laughs> well, we needed yeah. More. yeah we need
1: right. the fodder so you know i was i had to go back to my investors and say i need a little more money so i wrote the meth head scene and they're like here you go and then uh so todd got cast in that and then um as the lead meth head and then uh he uh, lives pretty close to me so when i needed an editor for the director's cut um he stepped up and we uh, uh we got to put some more of his scenes back in the movie he was excited about that but he did a great job and he did uh he did the 5.1 mix and everything it was
0: beautiful wow. Yeah, oh wow so
1: and God. so todd and i were uh covid bubble buddies mm over the holidays uh Jason who plays Choctaw Bill was in his was uh, briefly in Cherokee Creek and and an investor of that and uh he's a mutual friend and I actually watched uh the original uh edit of Cherokee Creek which okay. I, I, I joke is like it was like three hours I'm like you have to trim a little bit of this stuff. <laughs> like it's like you know it's like three hours and an hour of it is your dick so so, we you know maybe trim just a little bit so if you've seen the movie you yes talking about (laughs) yeah
2: yeah i've seen i didn't realize there was that much footage that had been cut out of it though
1: oh well you know the story is still all there but i think there's there's more he's he's incorporated a lot of it uh in like promotional stuff i'd love to cast him again too so He's also a great DP. Oh, he also uh, was my DP on For We Are Many. That's where Mm I got to really know him. So, yeah, he shot that. And he shot the little teaser at the very end of the new director's cut. I don't know if you watch past the credits.
0: I always watch past the credits. (laughs) Yeah,
2: Yeah. you never know what's hiding.
0: Yes. I saw it streaming, and then I ordered the UK import, and I got to get Blu-ray, because I like to see if there's anything different.
1: And I got back, I went into the raw footage to get some scenes that I never even saw because the editors didn't show them to me because they thought they were too gnarly. and I put them back in. Too Um,
0: gnarly? Hmm. Yeah.
1: There's only one thing that was just too much Hmm. that that I left out. And that was when the penis severed scene. Yeah. Where it comes from. I'll just say that. (laughs) (laughs) That was like, that's, that was a bridge too far. And that that was actually um, you know we haven't talked about Tom Zimbrad who does the great job uh, as Knucklebones, and uh, he also was super helpful with props. He had a prop for everything. We need a shotgun. He's like, right, I got you. I got your shotgun. Nazi uniforms. I got not Severed penis. I got a severed penis. Perfect. So he actually flew he actually flew that severed penis out because we did the reshoots when I was living in L.A. and uh, he shot it he flew the penis out no one would touch it so <laughs> i was forced to touch it and we the video village wasn't positioned where i could see it so i couldn't really see uh, the shot it came out pretty good and we got lucky mm-hmm. but uh yeah but it's it's funny everyone was just going oh so gross and that guy is actually a huge youtuber the guy that gets uh his penis chopped off yeah. Oh,
0: okay. this is the number one place for macabre cults classics and horrors for synopsis reviews and news go to macabre.com thank you for listening signing out until the next one